imagine being in a very stressful situation. You know, traffic, somebody being mean to you, people be acting crazy up on Facebook. Maybe you're in a stressful situation right now. Listen, y'all, we're going to share with you about the havening touch and pleasant distractions that'll help reduce stress. And yeah, y'all, keep that brain of yours happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Self-havening is a psychosensory neuroscience-based approach that you can use to self-soothe yourself to a happy brain rapidly. And guess what? Permanently, y'all. We've looked at havening before. It was like almost a year ago. I did a solo round where I did my own research and learned about this technique because I heard the Beebs used self-havening. But today we have on an expert, someone who's actually licensed in havening to drop us some knowledge. But before we get started on that, if you haven't done so, I invite you to Click the link in our show notes. We have a survey for listeners so you can give us some feedback on how we can improve the show, make your brain happy, and we'll randomly be drawing some listeners to win some gift cards. So, I mean, there's a little incentive there. That is survey.happybrain.fm. Again, linked up in the show notes. But this havening business, let's get over to that. I connected with Hillary Russo, who is a holistically speaking health coach and havening techniques practitioner but let's let's rewind a little bit havening well havening is the ultimate brain candy i'll just leave it at that this is what is going to turn your traumas into triumphs you heal with havening it's it's the ultimate tool to put in your toolbox and be kind to your mind we've done an episode prior to havening where i gave a very elementary intro to what it entails but from what i remember is there are three this is me pulling from my memory. There are three motions or movements that you can do on your physical body. Um, I believe it's on your head, on your arms, and I think on your hands. Correct me if I'm wrong, but can you walk us through what are those motions and why are we rubbing ourselves? Okay. Heather, you just got an A plus because you are absolutely right. Havening is actually a neuroscience-based approach that uses touch and pleasant distraction to alter the landscape of your brain, to change your thoughts, moods, and behaviors, right? So there are three touches. It is like you're washing your hands or giving yourself a hug and just stroking your arms or giving yourself a nice facial. I mean, it's the ultimate in self-love and you can't do any better than self-care when you're able to self-soothe and apply it to yourself. When would I haven myself? You haven yourself anytime you feel you want to. There is no limit. I do it first thing in the morning when I get up in the morning, when I do my morning intention and meditation. I will do it in the evening to become more restful and put my brain in a delta wave state, which is the sleep state. And I will do it anytime I'm a little activated or upset, you know, sitting in traffic, I've done it, you know, because that is one place where you get very activated, right? Or I have a great story that one time I was at Charles de Gaulle Airport and I was standing in line for like two and a half hours, typical standing in line waiting to get your luggage through to the other side. And I just havened the entire time I was there doing positive affirmations and it calms your brain, puts your brain in a delta wave state and it releases those happy chemicals, the oxytocin, serotonin and dopamine. And who doesn't want to release the happy chemicals to be kind to your mind? So literally 
touching my forehead, moving my hands back and forth, rubbing my arms, that releases chemicals to put me into a relaxed state? Is there supposed to be a certain time limit? Is there like a ritual or routine with this? Or is it just as simple as that? So you need to do the havening touch along with the pleasant distractions and pleasant distractions are anything that bring you joy. So if you're doing the havening touch, think of something that makes you happy. Maybe it's a great vacation you had, or maybe it's an amazing meal that you just took part in, or maybe it was an amazing workout or a song that you love to sing or a poem, whatever it is that brings joy to your mind, almost like a creative visualization. You can haven at any time. You can walk around your apartment and be humming a tune and just be havening. It's the action of the pleasant distraction together with the havening touch where the magic really happens. And it can also be as simple as just doing the motion, you know, just bringing positive affirmations to mind. I'm well, I'm happy. I'm in a positive frame of mind. All is happening for me in the world. You know, anything that puts out the positive is a pleasant distraction. And it's so simple to do. And you can put it in, in your toolbox to use anytime you want. You told me that it helps with trauma. How? Correct. So as we know, you you being in the line of work you've been in, uh, you know, it takes something really specific to be a trauma. And it is a word that's thrown around a lot. And you know, for trauma and event trauma to be taken place, you have to have four elements, which are an event has to take place. There needs to be a meaning to it. The landscape of it, like when you might be in the same circumstance, uh, again, like maybe a, a fender bender, you're passing by that same intersection, you might get the same feelings that arise. That's the landscape of when the actual event happened and that feeling of inescapability. But anytime you might have an event related trauma or a trauma that occurred in your lives, and many of us have, what you're doing is you are disconnecting the actual trauma from how you feel now. And how that happens is the best way I know how to describe it is it's almost like a jack in the box. So you have that jack in the box that we all know, and you turn the wheel and it plays that silly pop goes the weasel song, right? That do 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 do. And every time that box opens and jack pops out on that spring, what happens? We jump back. We, our, our amygdala goes into fight or flight mode and our job and the job of havening rather is to be kind of like the CPR for your amygdala. It's cradling and nurturing and saying, Hey, Amy, we call it Amy, the, the amygdala, Amy. Hey, Amy, it's cool. Everything's all right. So what havening is, is it's almost like those wire cutters. That's what it is. It's coming through and cutting that wire so that when uh, an upset happens in your life again. The box still opens up. Jack's still there. But what you've done is you've changed the landscape of things. The story still happened, but you've now changed the narrative because havening is in your hands. And it's a beautiful tool to add to your, to your daily ritual. And anytime you're feeling any upsets or stressors that might be associated with stress, anxiety, PTSD, you know, sadness or fears, anything like that. And uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. Uh, is it, uh, I forgot the correct term with it, the acupuncture, acupuncture touch points. Is that why it's the head and the hands and the arms? Is there some like scientific reason or Eastern medicine reason of why those particular points? I don't think it's associated with specific points. If we're going to get scientific, it's like the AMTA receptors in the brain. You know, it's, it's things are moving around. And what's happening is, is you're activating and creating this space for, 
your brain to go into your, your amygdala to be nurtured. And then those neural pathways in the brain start to change because you're creating a new story for them. Basically, it's constantly creating that new, that new journey for those neural pathways, which, you know, for so long, we didn't realize how much control we have over that wheel in our mind. You know, this is our vehicle, our body's vehicle, but we control the wheel. So if we're able to change the landscape of things and create that, that what they call depotentiating basically is a scientific word. It's a big word. Depotentiating. Yeah, it's a big word. Not one I saw in the SATs, but depotentiating is, is the disconnection, you know, disconnecting basically that upset from the event so that yes, it still happened in your life. Of course, we don't want to ignore the stories that we've had, but we certainly want to do something where we become more resilient and can change the narrative and go forward powerfully. Is there a reason to use someone like a practitioner to, I don't know the correct term to like practice havening on me versus self-havening? What's the difference in pros and cons with that? That's a really good question. And obviously during the time of the pandemic, you know, giving people tools and putting the tools in their own hands, doing things virtually has been such a blessing on so many levels. Because for me, I've still continued my virtual sessions and virtual workshops because if I can reach more people worldwide, we live in a global village, right? We don't want to just deal with, with and work with people that are in our own hometown in our space. Why not create the space to share this modality worldwide? So that allows for more of the self-havening, but also self-havening can be something that is more beneficial. Even when I'm in the room with some clients who perhaps don't feel comfortable being touched, maybe they have dealt with the trauma of abuse and maybe being touched, they have a, a, a sensory concern. So you want to be very, the first thing you want to build with any client is trust. So if I have a client in the room with me, physically in the room, and they're not comfortable with somebody else touching them, they might not even be so comfortable touching themselves, even with these simple touches. You want to create the space for trust so they know you're in a safe place, a haven, and you have these powerful tools and this modality and approach that can really help you in your healing and on your journey. And then there's the, abil the ability and the benefit of doing self-havening because that you can do anywhere at any time. I mean, I can't tell you how many times when right. I was living in right. New York City, I would do it on the subway just to calm myself <laughs> from point A to point B or just when everyday little upsets arise. But when you're working specifically with a practitioner like myself, that's when we can get to the deep rooted issues. And that's when we can really see change happen and create a new beginning. Make sure you connect with Hillary over at HillaryRusso.com. That is linked up in the show notes. But before we go, Hillary, anything else? You have the power to change the story that you have been telling yourself. And the moment you realize that you can put the power in your own hands, that is when change has a possibility. And that is when you will see a true transformation in your own life when you realize that it is so easy to just be kind to your mind, put the power of emotional and active emotional well-being in your own hands and be open to healing because you're the only one that can heal yourself. Nobody can do it for you. You have the power to change the story you have been telling yourself. Now, if that's not good enough to hit somebody, I don't know what. Please don't hit anybody. Big thank you to Hillary. Again, connect with her. Her link's up in the show notes. And listen, y'all, whether it is leveraging kindness for a happy brain, moving your negative thoughts 
from here to there to help reduce your stress. We're doing some havening, y'all. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.